Hey everybody, we are back with Bald Move TV, where, as we promised, we are going to uh, have a have a, a look on our, or wrap up our Punisher Season 2 coverage. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> neither Jim and I finished uh, Punisher uh, voluntarily because, yeah. uh, well, I mean, the rest of the review, we're going to tell, tell you about why we stopped it. Um, Broad terms, I thought it was bad. Yeah, it's it's clear. It's got all the sins that a lot of the... Almost nearly all of the the Marvel uh, Netflix collaborations have had it's 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 overly long, uh, and we and I got to a point in episode eight where this episode this series if it followed the internal logic of its of its own creation it should have been over, mm, yeah. um, or at least an act of this particular villain and hero combination should have been over and decisively, um, and they then refused to follow it to its logical conclusion and then followed up with an episode where every single lead is navel-gazing about that event instead of doing anything else, like an entire episode. And I'm like, okay, this this is uh, th- this is not the uh, the Punisher I signed up for. Um, yeah. So I... I, I got to the point where I realized I didn't like any of the characters, not a single one, including Frank. Yeah. Uh, and I decided... This plot is silly. None of these characters are, are resonating with me. I'm done. Yeah, I mean... And it's the last season in a franchise that's completely over with. Like, right. why do I need to finish out the last seven episodes or whatever of this thing? Yeah, I... I and I So let's talk... So we're, spoilers, if you want to, you know, finish uh, Netflix... or Yeah, Netflix is the Punisher and not be spoiled by two people kind of shitting on it, then by <laughs> all means bail out now. But the rest of the podcast, we're going to be talking about specific reasons that... Uh, things that, that drove us crazy uh, about this, uh, this uh, season of the Punisher. And I'm going to start off with... I felt like this Walking Dead it a lot... Like they had an intrigue, just like Walking Dead as an intriguing premise of like, okay, world's mm-hmm. gone to shit. Ninety nine percent of humanity is bad. What's left is either uh, soft or uh, despicable. Uh, how do you rebuild society? But if you have the same characters for four seasons, going back and forth about whether it's okay to kill an innocent person <laughs> in cold blood, or whether mm-hmm. you should not kill anyone at all, or maybe you lose your mind and you kill everyone indiscriminately, like it gets tedious. This central premise is there is a so the character of Billy, when he's in his right mind, he's a fucking nightmare asshole, sociopath, psychopath, killer mm-hmm. for hire. He is not in his right mind. He has got memory problems, and the main characters grapple with what should we do about this guy? Should we get him rehabilitated just so he can stand trial and be either executed or go to the prison the rest of his life? Uh, is there some way that you can like kind of reset the switch on this and uh, redeem him? Um, and the thing is, is like that that moral drama is drug out for the first eight episodes, and when it comes to a head, I just I just couldn't I I, I couldn't take it anymore. There is nothing that that suggested at, at the end where they've set up this this the you know the billy's going to invade this bank and they're all wearing masks and <laughs> not, Frank, not a bank a check cashing a check cashing location. place it's got three hundred thousand yeah. dollars because it's payday friday or whatever uh-huh. uh frank is going to he has captured and tortured one of billy's associates got his costume and his clothes and he's going to show up in a mask and yell russo and he's billy's going to turn around and Frank is going to shoot him and kill him. 
Yeah. That's it. That's what happens, right? What happens is Frank yells, Russo! And Billy turns around and looks at him and then says, Hey, jackass, we're going to talk because he, this, this bad, this, this, uh, he thinks he's this bad guy who's in, tr- in trouble. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, we're going to talk later. Get out of here. He yells, Russo again. And Billy turns around and is like, What the fuck? And he screams, Russo again, takes his mask off. <laughs> and then. Despite still having a clear shot at Billy, people start opening fire at him, and he starts killing everyone except for Billy, while Billy sits there and, in slow motion, <laughs> relives the cheese gratering of his face that the Punisher did. And for whatever yeah. reason, Frank is wearing, he takes off all of his clothes, and he's wearing his just Punisher outfit in broad daylight. Uh-huh. And the only reason that scene exists... Is so we could build this seven episode arc of cat and mouse and have Frank be the cat and Billy be the mouse. And then Frank just doesn't kill him because he saw the look of betrayal in Billy's eyes because he then just now realized Billy didn't remember killing his wife. This this is fucked. <laughs> I mean, this. Yeah, you're you're describing one of many plot lines that is fucked. But that's the part where I'm like, oh, OK. And then yeah. the next episode is again uh, like. You know, Madani and Curtis and and Frank having this rollicking moral debate about, you know, what we should do and what, you know, if if it's still. And I'm like, I this is just I don't think Frank would feel conflicted in it for a minute. Mm -hmm. This guy to still kill his wife and kids, right? Yeah. For for money. Uh Uh-huh. And to cover his own ass so he could keep making money. And he's forgot that he did that. And or maybe he thinks he's paid for those sins because he cheese grated his face on the glass. I'd, but also, my Frank Castle know. never gives Billy the chance to register surprise, yeah. or he's just like pops him in the face, pops the rest of his goons, and takes off. Like I, this isn't yeah. I, this is some daredevil shit, not Punisher for sure. Yeah, and I mean the problems with this series don't begin in episode eight. The problems Mm-mm. begin in episode one. The um, frustration built to where you stop watching in episode eight. Yeah, absolutely. But I had problems from the very beginning, like the. The stakes in season one were so high because, like you mentioned, the personal aspect of the plot, right? Like, mm-hmm. his family was was killed because, you know, people were fucking him behind his back. And when he right. finds that out, he's got a vendetta. And his best, one of his best friend's doing it, and he's yeah. doing it too. The betrayal uh, was enormous. It was... In this season, mm-hmm. none of that. He right. simply sees a girl in trouble and wants to protect her. Right. Uh, doesn't matter that... Oh, by the way, this girl is just an awful person, awful across the board, like also, the kind of person who you you put up for the night and they steal your credit card and go on a big shopping spree and don't have a second thought about, oh, maybe when you come home, you're going to be pissed about this. Well, they don't care because you're a they, piece they of don't shit care. for kicking them out. Right. Uh, even though you've sheltered them for days. And that's where that's where, like, you know, the, the silly plot lines are one thing. The completely uh, unlikable characters on every Every single character is unlikable. Do you remember when show? Frank had a one night stand with a nice lady with tattoos and a kid Episode in a bar one, in yeah. Michigan? Do you remember yeah. that? Uh-huh. Do, do you remember the last time we saw her? Episode one? Maybe two? Did I they th- get, I, no, think, I think, I think in one. three, the pilgrim came back to threaten her at the hospital. Oh, right. Yeah. We haven't seen her in five fucking episodes. It's all been about like Frank's weird relationship with this. Like They're wanting this girl to be his surrogate daughter. And, and his sidekick, like micro, and, yeah. But it just it doesn't. When they do some weird shit, like uh, when he comes home from the trailer and freaks out because she tries to disarm him, like you mm-hmm. know, and he's like, oh, like there's a little shade of like him fucking losing his shit with his real son last season. Like, it just makes Frank out 
to look like he's a fucking insane asshole. Um, and I don't know because again, this 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 girl character, I I still don't know like her motivations. Yeah, and why that's she's a doing huge this. problem. And I, she's a MacGuffin. Eight episodes into this thing, she's a yeah. Lolita when we need her to be. Uh-huh. She's Frank's. Uh, uh, da- surrogate daughter when he needed her to be. She's like, uh, she, she's his uh, super smart micro sidekick. Kind of sort of like, needs- yeah. This sidekick is nowhere near as good as micro because micro had the personal angle, like on the whole plot. He, the the, the stories of those two were intri- entwined intrinsically. Yeah, and, and I hear it's just like Frank could quit at any point. Yeah, and I got and briefly excited because I thought they're going to bring Micro back because he's like, oh, I'm going to talk to my old friend that can help me find out about these Russians. He just yeah. shows up to the, the, yeah, the yeah, low-level yeah. arms dealer, gets him almost killed. Yeah. Um, I, that, yeah. I, 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 Microchip, you, I think you nailed the, you, you hit the hammer with the nail, run the head. <laughs> Jeez. Whatever combination. That seems ineffective. Whatever combination <laughs> makes. Yeah, you hit the nail with the hammer. There we you hit, go. There. Uh, right on its head. When you said that in season one, Frank is a sociopath and he's wild, and but he's like also this kind of like pure revenge monster, and he's helping this guy that we do like, Micro. Yeah. That is just really being fucked over. and In the same way that Frank was, right? Like, and it gives Frank a way to kind of like get some kind of weird redemption. Like it's too late yeah. to save my family. Right. But I can not And always... the relationship with, the, with Micro's family that he had yes. was so good. Yes. There's, and there's none of that here. There's no. none of that here because like any, ro- any relationship he has with this, this girl would be wildly inappropriate and unbelievable. <laughs> Um, and the, and also they're not doing anything with it. Yeah. So I don't, and, and again, they established this one night stand that I thought was going to be in some kind of important tension. It probably will when they finally get back to around it mm-hmm. in episode 11, when they remember, <laughs> Oh shit, we got this lady in Michigan that it was supposed to be the central, you know, driving force for Frank this season. we, boy, we really missed the mark. Right. They do. And then that's, it's like, you know, it's like, I feel like, okay, we, sh- we complained about the mask, the magic marker mask. They do finally get around to explaining that, but this is the other thing that this fucking show does that's walking dead is we're not going to explain something you need to know until the episode you need to know it like we're going to open with um madani yeah madani we're gonna open the madani having this flashback where one of her superiors asked her to do this morally ambiguous thing and say are you can you is, is are you cool with that are you good with this just so we can have a slow motion fr- flashback of Frank say when when he asks her, "Are you good with this other more?" That we can understand how conflicted she is with this. Uh-huh. Like, no, fucker, this is something you should have done in episode one when you were dealing with the aftermath. You can't just go back and tell us to vibe. This is the shit that Ryan Murphy does yeah. when he gets in a pinch in American Horror Story <laughs> and he starts like you know snorting Adderall and pounding vodka and and and. Just, just rough shotting over character motivations and plot points. This is stupid shit. The Walking Dead does when they realize that they've been spinning their wheels and they need Morgan to either go insane or regain his sanity so they can have him <laughs> fuck up with the. It's 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 it's, it's this, lazy. Yeah, it's it's, it's lazy. lazy. It's super yeah. easy to like. That's not a that's not a character grace note. That's that's a thing. That that's like uh like like she evolved gills when she needed to. <laughs> right. Like, you know, this isn't establishing a fish woman that eight episodes later is gonna understand that like you'll see how her powers can save the day. It's literally 
uh, well, you're underwater, and we can't have you die right now, so breathe, start breathing through your gills that you suddenly have. Like, mm-hmm. here, here's this, this... It's just... It's... <sighs> and I mean, then, we're just scratching the surface on the ridiculous Well, because here's another thing. fundamental problem with Jigsaw, is I think the show wants there to be moral ambiguity for with him. It, yeah, it does. It, it can't have Billy do unquestionably evil things. So you've got this situation where... He goes to pay a, uh, a visit to this cartoonishly evil group home child molester guy. And instead of having that guy yeah. play it cool and be like, oh, you know, you're just misremembering because he's got a bad memory. He could say he, he could like where like Billy could kill him, but you, you would not know whether Billy, you know, that Billy was justified. But Billy doesn't know. Right. Because he doesn't remember. Mm-hmm. He says this guy just be like, fuck, yeah, I fucked you. And you should feel lucky for the, that I chose you to be fucked. Mm-hmm. I'm like. You, no one would say this to a man who's mentally fragile, who's a super soldier, who's got a hideously scarred face. Yeah, who, who's 30 years younger than you and could easily whip your ass. Yeah, Right. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't understand why everybody is so mean to Billy. So I get why Madani is. Yeah. I understand that. Uh, but that that guy like yeah. i don't know what his problem is and then there's a in guy the on same a episode the guy on the fucking bus <laughs> yeah. like i get there are there are pieces, mentally deranged people yeah. out there who yeah. would do this but it just felt like too much of a coincidence in the same episode as yeah. the i forget the guy's name arthur no, they or want they want they need jigsaw to be evil yeah but they also want to mine some of this morally gray shit from him, so they 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 just have this unbelievable character. The other thing is, Billy's not nearly fucked up in the face for me to believe that his facial scarring is driving him crazy. Which, as I think, you're, he's supposed to be like a Joker type or like a Two Face mm-hmm. type, where he's just he's cosmetically damn like he's almost like cooler looking. <laughs> that's fair because I, logan I, and westworld looks kind of like a that that was a low-key criticism of last year's like i didn't believe that like logan from westworld can mm-hmm. actually kick frank castle's ass uh so maybe the facial scarring makes him look more badass but he doesn't like he's still a conventionally good-looking man even with the the hideous facial scarring mm-hmm. but i don't know yeah he doesn't look as as rough as frank certainly uh yeah. now a, a little closer but i still think uh, yeah the, like, this is a guy that needs to wear a mask or because people couldn't deal with looking at him? No, I mean, we saw what happened on the bus, right? I guess. <laughs> Take that mask off. You all of a sudden get lunatics coming up to you and berating you mercilessly. Oh, that, yeah, that dude would have super stayed quiet with his art deco, <laughs> with his, his art project mask. That wouldn't have gotten him any shit. If he didn't have scars, I wonder what would have happened. Um, uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's that was ridiculous. Um, dude. So I get most of Madani's stuff in here, but there are extremes that they take it to yeah. that are just plain ridiculous. Like yeah. the idea that you can be in the house of a suspect and investigating, pull your gun on a police officer, shoot him twice in uh-huh. the chest uh, to to the point where he's writhing on the floor, screaming about how much it hurts. Yeah. And then he gets up and brushes it off. Right. Like, eh, no big deal. You're my friend. And, like, even if you want to do that, (laughs) there's paperwork, right? Like, he goes, he, hey, I need a new bulletproof vest. Well, what the fuck happened to your last one? Uh, don't, I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe cops can just buy, they probably can buy their own bulletproof vest. It, it, but yeah. Uh, I, I need another clip, I need another clip for my, for my weapon. Uh, uh-huh. okay, what happened to your last, uh, to the two bullets in that last one that you were supposed to have? Uh, right. Mm, 
I shot at a cat in an alley. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know how that works, but it did feel like him and uh, Mandani Manda- 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 have yeah. a kind of adversary relationship this season. He thinks she's up to no good. So she goes and like I, to me, that's like it feels like that's a person. I don't know. She's right because like it's a crime scene. She had her gun drawn, and this guy just comes and you know wandering in here and doesn't announce himself. I don't know, but it, it's yeah. it's a weird it's a weird scene. We haven't got to the worst parts of this yet. Okay, um, and I won't mention the maybe the most egregious of all the plot lines yet. Uh-huh. But another one that along the lines of just hating every character is and them kind of like you know spinning their wheels on so much of this plot is the uh-huh. main villain the the guy with the hat oh the, the pilgrim self-flagellating very very religious like oh dude and the this, reveal, this guy is a nothing to the me. reveal I, of the secret that they're working to protect is that this this uh religious leader's son is gay did you get that? I hmm, that, no. that yeah. Uh, maybe I watch one more episode than you. Well, I background. I started okay. after like the first few episodes. I was backgrounding this because she. When, that's the reason it. they broke in, and she got into Lolita gear. So you know, Frank almost beat that like uh, right. child pornographer to death. So mm-hmm. she went and developed those pictures, and it's a picture oh, of them kissing. Yeah, it, and it's it's the I think it's a pilgrim's guy's boss's son that they're grooming to be president. This extreme right, Christian right. fundamentalist organization, and they're yes. killing. So many people and police to keep this hush hush, which uh, is like I don't. I mean, I get it. Like this is, I I don't know. Yeah, like, that's when he like at the wharf or whatever he confronts right. that that businessman yeah. and has him on his knees and is gonna shoot him or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't under I don't understand why like what world they think they live in because like when Frank kills people, like. It's investigated, and he's in trouble for it. Mm-hmm. But this organization can kill a whole bar full of people in Michigan, uh, half a sheriff's department in Ohio, um, pe- people in broad daylight in New York City, and there's never any investigation or connection. Like it's, it's still like this is work. This is like you don't have some kind of <laughs> generically good-looking Christian conservative you can run in this guy's place that doesn't like fucking dudes. Like yeah. I, that. This is harder. I mean, it's just it seems. So unbelievable. And the more you find out about this guy where he's like whipping himself and he's like that kind of like opus day level tropey thing yeah. at this point. It was kind and of like, embarrassing when Dan Brown was doing it when Da Vinci code. Yeah. Like I remember yeah. people and being like 10 years ago. This is unbelievable. Or it might even be longer than that, dude. <laughs> it, oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. It's at least 10 years ago. Uh, so to bring it back in this form and with mm. a character that I don't understand the motivations of. Like, Why is he such a badass? I don't know. Like, I don't know. He kills a lot of people and he wears and he but, he but he sits there and he he doesn't seem like he wears body. Like like there's a scene where Frank single handedly saves the police department by running through the woods, screaming, <laughs> firing from the hip, all these trained assassins. But this pilgrim guy is better than Frank or at least can get away. I have no fucking clue. And that's the problem is they haven't developed this guy at all. His wife's dying of cancer. So he seems like a real nice lady. He's got real nice kids, but he's like this ultra amoral killer. Yeah. No, to protect this guy's like, does what he know is the leverage? This, what is does like, he know what he's protecting? What are the buttons being pressed to to tell me that this guy would do these things? Because yeah. a a 
I have a lot of bad things to say about religion, but I don't think religious people are inclined to go out and become serial killers. Yeah, like, like contract murderers. That's yeah. not that's not the opinion I have of religious people. So why the fuck is he doing it? I mean, they could. There must be some leverage. Show me. Give me a reason to care about any yeah, of this. Why does he work for these? Why are they having him under his thumb? Why is he willing to roll the dice on not being... His his dead, beautiful, dying wife asks him to be with her in her last moments, but he can't because he's got to go murder these people to know that these people's son is gay. Like, yeah. if he was killing abortion doctors, that would kind of make sense, but, like, you're just indiscriminately killing people to make sure this people... Does he know... I, I wonder if he even knows... But like again, eight episodes. But you shouldn't in, I need to wonder. I don't know. Yeah, right. I don't that's know. the problem. I don't know. And and like all all of these characters just completely flat for me. Yeah. Uh, here's here's the worst thing. The the less so maybe I don't actually want them to fill in any gaps here because uh-huh. every time they try and take me from flat nothing to uh-huh. something I would care about, uh-huh. they go so overboard with it so insanely off the rails that i can't care about it look at the relationship oh god between billy and his therapist right are you fucking kidding me this woman is as insane as billy is yeah as fucking insane as billy because she's a cutter because she's got uh, a fear of heights because she's like i mean it's so weird because like i felt like there's a little bit of this with vanessa and fisk's relationship and daredevil where like oh this is all over daredevil too yeah but because like but they had this thing where like i don't think she knew what wilson was until she kind of got a taste of the power and the, yeah, like the yeah. fact that like oh i can you know he re- I, this is just like i don't understand why this lady is getting in bed with russo and literally also, getting in bed with him and fucking him yeah. after this violent confrontation uh-huh. they had and then he threatens to kill her again and she confesses his love for her. it's like yeah it's just it's just really sick and i felt unbelievable and also like I, from the moment i thought that they were implying that russo shrink was dirty that like she was hired by someone to like turn him into the j- 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 jigsaw character mm-hmm. because like the way they filmed her in the first few episodes is very much like like scarecrow was filmed in batman where uh oh, okay you know what's that guy cillian murphy would show up and be like oh well actually if uh, it's a youngin archetypes and it's like it's like okay you're working for the mob <laughs> You're you're like in here making these monsters, right? And I thought that's yeah. the that's the direction, but turns out she's just really profoundly fucked up. And wait till episode eleven, man. Uh, eleven <laughs> explains it all. Yeah, because like that's the other thing is like that's fucked is like maybe this pilgrim guy is a comic book character and like Punisher's just got like this really fucked up character that's like him and and maybe the psychologist is also a fucked up comic book character that they're trying to like, but like I don't know, like maybe. Maybe you should do a better job adapting it. Maybe you should, maybe like an eight episode, like Frank hunting down Billy as Jigsaw Mm -hmm. seems like it would be a cool eight episode romp. Yeah. Um, You know, Frank getting mixed up in this insane religious cult trying to like, that seems like a, a, a six or seven episode romp that you could get into. Netflix's insane desire to have every one of these seasons be 13 episodes be damned the structure narrative characters like it's it's so frustrating because curtis madani amy uh frank are all charismatic charismatic and likable even amy when they're not having her be a just complete shit (laughs) is still kind of like just like she looks like a fucking disney princess she's absurdly like winsome like you want Mm -hmm. to like her but they're just 
they like you know like even Curtis is sitting here. I I don't like what is he? Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? He's watching Frank torture some dude and then he fixes him up. Like it's almost like this weird sadistic two step that him and Frank are doing. But Curtis is supposed to be a good guy. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know either. Uh, I don't know where it went wrong. Um, also, I, I, I was waiting to see where this was going to be a big repudiation of like some of the far conservative mm. elements that the Punishers are attracted to, and I felt like they had an opportunity to do that, and they fucking really soft pedaled it. Yeah. Um, with because uh, like you could tell that like that guy that Billy's talking to that that gets kidnapped and tortured, like he's got a lot of these obnoxious viewpoints, but mm-hmm. they don't engage with it. I don't even think Billy engages with it. What the hell is Billy doing? He's leading these guys. I mean, that's that's where I come back to. Everything is so fucking low stakes. Three hundred thousand. Like you're robbing a check cashing location for what? For what purpose? Like, do you have a master plan? Because if so, it hasn't been spelled out in any way so far. And we're eight episodes in to yeah. to what is you know not the world's longest season. Yeah. Uh, and and we're still at the level of street robberies like right that's weird yeah um and then like i also the uh, yeah yes yeah, this five minute long speaking of the check cashing place this five minute long standoff with the old lady manager uh, that, yeah that like <laughs> which i was entertained by because I, I, I thought that was just blatant padding like what? Maybe I was desperately looking for anything to entertain me at that point, uh-huh, and uh-huh. this did it. But okay, yeah, I I don't know because like that's the other thing. It's like because right after that, the they had the where he had yeah the street. It almost reminded me of MacGruber, where it like <laughs> you know your one your one advantage is that your arch nemesis doesn't know you're alive, and MacGruber comes in and you know grabs a microphone and be like, guess what, cunt? I'm coming for you. I'm alive and I'm going to kill you. And it's like that's yeah. what Frank did. He executed his plan to perfection and then took off all of his clothes to reveal that he's the Punisher <laughs> and his mask and just like, oh, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. Also, yeah. the action sequences, I thought, got pretty lazy and sloppy. I thought some of them were good. Some of them uh, were good, but that I'll shootout say. particularly, like, they're, I was, oh, I yeah, was yeah, geared yeah. up for a heat-style street shootout. Uh-huh. It was a fucking mess of jump cuts and uh confusing angles and and cro- uh, and uh, yeah i i thought i couldn't tell who was what and what was going on um i don't i don't I, know. one of them that i did like was the one in the the gym mm. uh where frank's using all the weights and he's got the, like the biggest meanest fucker in the room yeah uh that he's fighting and he's getting his ass kicked until yeah. he just destroys the guy with right. that weight right um hey but he yeah he just he I guess they're all bad dudes or gangsters, but then yeah, like Frank brutally murders every one of these guys. How many of these guys do you think had a girl at home? How many of these guys do you think had a kid or two at home? Eh, they're all assholes. None. But he gets it a <laughs> big he gets it a big boss guy and he can't kill him because he's rich enough that he's trying to buy his next generation into decency and Frank's like well, I'm gonna blow that shit up. I mean, and Frank just lets yeah. him go, and then but he's orchestrating all of the violence that's been, yeah, uh, perpetrated here. Like, yeah, he's you'll the kill, real villain. You'll kill all of his henchmen without thinking about this, but because you know this guy's got a girl in high school, and he's like, it's just so dumb. And then later that episode, he gets killed by the pilgrim anyway. Mm-hmm. And the pilgrim does like he two taps his bodyguards and then sits and like has a ten second stare off with him before he shoots him. Um, and then, you know, those, those are, those are in a better episode, in a better show that you don't care because it's like a moment of awesome, but this guy's killing this guy that I barely know. And if Frank just spared for no, 
it's it's, it's kind of like nihilist. Uh, yeah, and nothing ever matters. No good gesture is rewarded. No bad deed ever gets. It's you know I, I get it. It's the Punisher, but mm-hmm. I just yeah I checked out when I had I was I treated to a ten minute scene of Russo screaming to this therapist that he's fucking. He was my best friend. He pointed a gun at me, and I don't remember why. And I'm like, but <laughs> you've also you. I don't know. Like, how much does he know? I thought he knew that he had killed. Like, he he doesn't remember it, but he he intellectually knows that he killed this guy's wife and children. It's tough to say at any given moment because there's a lot of flashbacks happening uh, in his head. I don't think he's very but good. It's at, mostly like just yeah. the skull logo. He's not very good at playing a broken, crazy person either. I think he's overacting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could do. He could do a lot less with with more. Um, I don't know. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. ultimately, I think season two of Punisher is bad, uh, which is weird because I really liked season one. Uh huh. But it was a more personal story. It was more uh, justified in a certain way. Like uh-huh. all of the violence, you can see why Frank's doing it. Here, I'm just like, just stop. Just Frank, why? Don't do any of this. Yeah, once you get Amy to um, the Homeland Security and be like, uh-huh. there's some kind of fucked up deal. They killed a bunch of cops. Like, uh, you Here's do this. I'm, I'm not connected with this in any way. I'm no. out. Yeah. Um, but then she, that's why she wants him. She wants him to, but does she, cause she wants him to kill Russo, but then and he's like, oh, well, we're going to do it my way. And her and Curtis are both in there and there's constantly like, well, okay, we want the Punisher to take care of Billy, but whoa, whoa, you stabbed some dude's hand. Wait a second. Yeah. Geneva convention say nothing about sta- stabbing <laughs> hands, Frank. Yeah. Like what the fuck do you want this? Do, do did you bring in a guy called the Punisher who wears body armor with a white skull on it? <laughs> To kill this guy or to bring him injustice and and what what's the difference? Like uh-huh. it's so black and it's this isn't like an unsolved mystery. Billy in his right mind deserves ever whatever judgment society hands out to him. Uh-huh. Like either life in prison or death sentence. Absolutely. The fact that his mind's wipe isn't that terribly interesting to me. You know? Then put him in a like put him in an institution for the rest of his life or whatever. Like he's, it's, I, I mean, there's an interesting idea there. Like, okay, so the person that doesn't remember his past deeds is actually kind of an okay person, right? He's until he gets like crazy and super violent. Uh, yeah, he seems like he's fine. Yeah, uh, rehabilitating his memory doesn't that mean turning him back into the evil villain that Just he was so he can before? Stand trial, right? Right, so that he can stand trial. Is it not better to not rehabilitate him in the first place and let him be a decent person? Dude, this is essentially the core plot of, like, Kubo and the Two Strings. Right. I mean, that's kind of an interesting thought experiment. And a 90-minute stop-motion animated film explored that in way more (laughs) depth and detail than eight eight and a half hours of Punisher that I've I've watched so far. And that's what's, like... You're right. There is a core of a frustra- of a of an interesting idea there, mm-hmm. but like I don't think that the Punisher is a guy. Like it just read so false when the Punisher is sitting there, like head in his hand. Yo, Curtis. Oh, well, I saw the betrayal in his eye. He he doesn't remember. He's not the same guy. Like that's not what Frank fucking would say. Right. Like the Punisher doesn't concern himself with those kinds of issues i don't think because yeah, the other thing because is, every time they're raised by daredevil in daredevil season two right he says fuck that i'm killing everybody yes <laughs> yes like you know and again like well you got a guy who just doesn't give a fuck about killing people yeah like if you if you the slightest transgression against a social contract you're a criminal and you're you're fair game to frank 
he has this weird hang up. But I get it. And like the thing is, is like there is some things I think if this is better and it was like shorter, more to the point and more streamlined and, and the guy playing Billy was better. Like maybe this whole like, well, you know, it's my best friend and he doesn't look like the guy who killed my wife and kids. He looked like the guy who was still my best friend. Like and if it was a slightly different guy than the Punisher, it might have worked. But this version, when the way they set it up and the way it was directed and written did not work at all for me. Yeah. And I here's the thing, though. I'm probably going to finish it because mm. I'm getting a lot of grim, like ironic laughs out of some of the crazy like Fifty Shades of Punisher <laughs> shit. That were, like, uh-huh. I want to see where this relationship with this uh with, with with Billy and his therapist ends up because oh, it's it's gosh. just fucking already batshit at episode eight. Uh-huh. I want to see where this pilgrim stuff goes. I think it's going to be ridiculous and stupid. But so you're watching it like a like yeah. a banshee kind of thing, or like well, here's a... the deal, dudes. If your dicks are hard about the Punisher, uh-huh. you owe it to yourself to go find Banshee on Cinemax because everything that the Punisher, well, except for the last season, uh, it kind of it, it it devolves to this level of Punisher, but like. <laughs> I mean, the Pilgrim is 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 Proctor Kai, right? Or Kai Proctor, I, I only like fifty times stupider, more stupid, <laughs> less less internally consistent, less interesting background. Like the hmm. Banshee is a better version of the Punisher, um, which I wouldn't have said after season one of the Punisher, yeah, um, because you know they'd explored a lot of like genuinely interesting concepts. Um, season three of Daredevil did a lot of like you know. More, like morally gray, ambiguous uh, authority and and corruption and things like like really mm-hmm. meaty topics and did it well. This is like, I mean, and the other thing is like this is doing pointed out, and doing it poorly. Other things like I it if I was a you if I was a United States soldier, um, you know, deal if, if I was fine, let alone if I'm dealing with shit. Would you, are you not borderline offended that? Uh, all of these guys that like literally Curtis's entire support group goes along with Billy's bang, bang, shoot him up, kill whoever gets in mm-hmm. the way plot. Just the second someone comes around is like, Hey, let's fucking fight club this shit. Every, every one of these soldiers is, is on board with it. Yeah. That's kind of fucked up. That is really fucked up. Like I, I think if I was a former armed serviceman, I would be offended at that portrayal of, of, of uh, soldiers struggling with legitimate issues. Yeah. You know, that every one of mm-hmm. them is just waiting for a fucked up dude with facial scars to lead him into bloodshed and mayhem yeah. because I I don't know. But then again, I'm not a former soldier. Maybe they I don't know. Maybe maybe that's the key, what you need to, to enjoy it. But I, I, I don't know. I kind of think that would be fucked up, too. All right. Well, I've said have all we punished the say. Punisher enough. Yeah, we have. And we don't ever do it again because there's no fucking way. Like, I could see Disney rebooting the Daredevil. <laughs> I don't think Disney's ever going to reboot the Punisher. Get Thomas Jane back. Get Thomas. Uh, yeah, I want Thomas Jane back. I thought the top. top I, th- I thought the Thomas Jane Punisher was pretty weak. I don't like it. I don't remember any of it. Um, and I didn't Thomas used to Jane like Thomas it. Jane until uh, uh, ex- the, until the Expanse and uh, that 1921 or whatever. Uh, he did was in a Netflix Stephen Stephen King short story ad- adaptation last year. Oh, eleven something. Yeah. Or wait, no, maybe it's essentially was... like a it's a horror it's a horror story set in like the Grapes of Wrath, Dust Bowl, Depression. Huh. Okay. And it was really good. And I he didn't was, know he was really in good in it. Um. So yeah, like maybe make the make the Punisher uh, Thomas Jane again. I don't know. Sure. Can he have Miller's hair from The Expanse? Because that'd be that'd be sweet as a Punisher. Oh yeah, that's punishment enough. <laughs> And then you put the hat on him. Oh, God. But keep the skull. You're going to get a big Amish hat. 
Let's <laughs> let's give him just the worst hat we can find. Uh, all right, that's it. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I was really hoping that we'd have a really awesome kick-ass review, but yeah. uh, unfortunately, season two of Punisher wasn't awesome in kick-ass. Uh, and this is our plan for stuff that we're really not liking. Is yeah. we're gonna we're gonna cut it short on these seasons if they're not engaging. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't and, feel like Punisher is worth the extra five hours I'd have to put in to finish it. Yeah. And then giving it any any kind of like full review. Like I said, I, I'm going to finish it, but it's it's not going to be something I'm going to binge over a weekend. It's going to be like, oh, it's about time to go to bed. Uh, you know, uh, let's put on the Punisher and see what crazy thing Frank does this episode. It's not I, I'm 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 turning my critical brain off at this at this point, but I'm going to finish it because like I've <laughs> literally <I'm> seen <laughs> every other Marvel thing except for the se- the one season Iron Fist. So fuck it. I'm so close to completing it. I'm a compl- I'm I'm going to do it. But uh, yeah, we got a lot of other cool things for TV for next week. Um, I should probably say what those are. Should uh, Kingdom is going to be one of those. It's a Korean zombie film that or zombie looks series. Really cool, yeah. like feudal a, a Korean society with uh, with kind of a more uh, oh, more that, basic and weird take uh, like, on zombies. Like almost a weird West version because yeah, yeah. the the setting is like very spaghetti Western yeah. and like the with the, a lot of. The, Except with a lot of tall grasses and but there's even Korean a lot of inspired. desert sage I, I saw and like like Alamo uh, looking yeah. kind of fortresses and like the for whatever reason uh, they're wearing these like broad rimmed hats yeah. like they're definitely like Asian Korean in, in, inspired but it, it's giving this like this weird West zombie thing set in like ancient Korea yeah. that looks really cool and I know there's one uh, uh, there was Black Earth Rising which is something we were thinking about checking out too yeah uh, about a uh, so, survivor of the Rwandan yeah, hotel, genocide, yeah, stuff, like yeah. a child of during the the Rwandan massacre has grown up and that and but she's been adopted by uh, you know a European or maybe American family and she's got a lot of questions yeah and maybe she's important somehow that so those are the things we're going to be checking out for Bald Move TV next week uh, tune in then to see what we thought of that.